Thank you for joining us on Thank God It's Saturday Slang Strong Podcast with your hosts, JR, Matt, and Greg. What's up, everybody? This is JR. This is uh, Thank God It's Saturday Slang Strong Podcast. I am here with Matt uh, and with Greg. Uh, Matt, how are you doing today, sir? I'm all right, you know. Uh, I just woke up, so. Yeah, we all just woke up. We definitely all just woke up. Um, Greg, you look great. How are you doing, sir? I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. A little tired right now. We we, we did a uh, we had a big night. Had a big, big weekend night. happening right now. Well, I'm I'm on location for the big family weekend. Yeah, we're gonna talk family. about that. We're yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Um. So just to kind of peel back the curtain a little bit for people on the Saturday <laughs> morning. Uh, so we uh we we uh, recorded this one early on Saturday morning, uh, and so it's seven a.m. Saturday in sunny Southern California. Uh, for me in Austin, Texas, it's nine a.m. But I still also just woke up. So you know, Saturday is one of the only days I can sleep in. Um, I am not in pain though. Like I imagine Greg is right now. Greg looks like, just to give you an idea, he looks like he's being held captive in a coastal bathroom somewhere in San Diego. Is is what it looks like. A little bit. A little bit. Greg, on the scene, sure. can you just blink twice if you need us to send help? Are you okay? I'm okay. I am okay. So, so the the story is, right? I am safe. Things fine. Postal bathroom is my friend's garage. <laughs> so, filming a new location here, right? He's got he's got some some wonderful pictures of waves and such. Yeah. There's also a whale axe on the wall and some other interesting. What things. is a whale axe? I don't know. I don't know. I, I just I, I think that's what it's called. It's like a it's like an axe. It looks like very tribal. I guess is the best way to put it. I'm afraid to pick it up. I don't know what's going to happen. But it's pretty big. It looks interesting. Yeah, I probably Anyways. wouldn't go around picking up axes off the wall in the garage yeah. either. So so that makes yeah, sense. Okay, so... Anyways, we're, we're, um, point being, we're, we're doing, you know, as, as an adult, you know, with children, we, we yeah. don't often get out. Right? We, my, my wife and I do not have babysitters. Yeah. No one comes and watches our little, our little demons. Yeah. So... So we have to come up with alternative solutions if we would like to go out and partake any any fun or or for whatever it is. So we we uh we do family sleepovers here and there. Why so, uh, you know that you're allowed to get babysitters, right? Or why you just don't want to or we don't have any. We don't have one. What do you I know, but like you know that you can there are qualified you know, people who can watch your kids. Um, yeah. it, you know, this is a hard one to explain to someone who doesn't have a kid. Oh, know? shut the fuck up. Yes. There your are, there your are, kids there are... are not like babies, okay? If your kids were babies, I would kind of get it. Your kids are basically like, I was staying at home alone when I was their age, okay? So, I mean, come on. Abuse. Yeah, child abuse was big in the 90s, dude. What are you talking about? 
you know, in the '90s things were a little different. You know, I, I, I was alone a lot as well. Right, but but nowadays things are different. And you know, frankly, my kids will probably burn our house down if we left them. Be terrified. You know, well, but we we don't have a qualified person who we trust to come over and spend the night at our house. Yes, could we find somebody to watch the kids for a couple hours? I'm sure that we could. But you know, we both want to get out. Yeah. We both want to see friends. We both want to have a few drinks. Right. Well, and this we situation. This little weird situation that you guys have concocted makes sense to bring the kids because it's almost like a family party. Yes, a very yes weird is. party, but just to kind of explain the strange situation that Greg finds himself in uh, in a random garage at, you know, seven twelve on a Saturday morning, him, and by the way, Greg has had basically the same friends since he woke up in the hospital at Poway Hospital or whatever they all just have been friends since then like a group of them okay so uh, basically him and all of his fetus friends get together (laughs) there's a group of like five to ten of them they all have their kids over and they're basically just got wasted all night and then the kids just slept there responsibly all right, let's just throw the word out there. We responsibly had drinks. and Well, I mean, you didn't drive anywhere. No, 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 we did not drive. But you yeah. have to have somebody, you know, available in case there is an emergency. Sure. The kids have to know that there's some parent there. It's not like we're, we're downstairs getting out of hand and going crazy and the kids are upstairs. Some of you were, though, right? Some, some of them were, yes. <laughs> There's there's always this select few who are like, thank God there's a parent here who's sober enough to watch the kids. I'm letting it go. Great. Right? Uh, not him. I've been to places with you. I would imagine one of those people might have been you. No. no, no. I, things have changed. Things have changed. You haven't, you haven't I, been around me believe for a while. Me, I know, believe me, I know things have changed. <coughs> I'm just... I am, okay. the, I am the responsible parent. You know, I, I am the one who keeps my head pretty clear and capable. I get beds ready, both air mattresses. Yeah. Wow. Right. So, All right. It's good stuff. You look pretty tired. Though. You do look pretty I'm not going to lie. I woke up and I was like, shit, I had my alarm set and I was ready. And I, and I was like, I said, I, I said, I was going to be here. I said, I was going to do this. I have my word here. I legit like thought that it was probably just going to be me and Matt. <laughs> I was like, What's me that? and Matt are going <laughs> to. Listen. I, I I'm impressed. Here. I'm impressed. So. We we march onward, um, yeah. Good for you, sir. Are are you hungover at all? Or no, 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 not at all, not at all. We only stopped about an hour and a half ago. So oh, right now. everything makes so much more sense now. <laughs> everything makes so much more sense. You're not in pain yet. Okay. We stopped about a good three hours ago. So there's been some sleep. Everyone passed out. You know, there's some people sleeping on couches. There's, you know, the the children have congregated together in the bedrooms upstairs and are hiding, you know, based upon the the noise. We, you know, my, my friend whose house we're at has one of those gigantic party speakers, you know, by, by, by one o'clock in the morning is when we all break out our nostalgic music, where we try to play the best songs possible. 
Wow. So last night there was a, you know, there was a mixture of '90s music rocking out, all kinds of good stuff. You know, a lot of a lot of old school punk. '90s you know, so white I'm, people music, just oh, blaring. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, there's some people chasing waterfalls here. You know? <laughs> they were not sticking to the lakes and the rivers they're used to. Oh there's man, a lot. a lot was happening. Wow, good stuff. Interesting, interesting. Um, well, glad you're glad you're with us, Sam. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Um, so there's a lot going on with Star Wars. Um, I know you and I were talking about it yesterday, Greg, so I know you're up on Mando. Have you, Matt, are you up on Mando this season so far? Uh, technically, yes, but, like, I passed out on every single episode, so... Uh, technically, yes. Yeah. Wait, so you, like, out. You, you didn't go and rewatch it? Like, you pass out, and you're like, that's just... That's what God intended me to watch, so... <laughs> well, yes, like, because then I'm like, all right, well, if I fucking miss some shit, like, I'll probably catch it in the next fucking episode. That's not <laughs> how then, shows like, work. If I don't, then I'll go back and fucking rewatch the show. Wow. That is it seems like interesting. a very odd method of watching a phenomenal TV show. <laughs> that is a very devil-may-care way to approach one of the best shows on television. Wow. Okay. All right. Like, I mean, it's not that deep for me. I mean, so, it isn't. Uh, right, that cool. is true. Um, now, listen, there are definitely shows that I watch the same way, for sure. Um, shows. And I have fallen asleep during, like, this or, like, Last of Us. No, you know what? Actually, Last of Us, this has happened to me literally probably three times. It really, at least three times, where my fucking internet just cuts out. During Last of Us, watching it on a Sunday, three times at least this fucking season. Dude, Austin is supposed to be like a fucking tech hub, you know? <coughs> and I have just, dude, the first thing uh, I got here, the main thing I cared about was the internet. I want the best internet. I want the fastest internet. I work from home. Like, hook me up. Like, I'll pay extra. Dude, this this bullshit goes out at the worst fucking times. It's It's awful. It sounds like a third world country. I mean, like your shit goes out often enough to be like, what the fuck? Like it doesn't go out that often in fucking Mexico, and like I think it might though. Like I don't no, know. No, I literally doubt it. Like I think if we were in an actual third like, world hey, country, we'd have a lot more to complain about. Nah, yeah, my shit's my shit's fucking dead. Yeah, who, who no. Who's your provider, and what speed do you have? I the fastest, and I don't know if I'm. I don't know what my legal obligations are to call somebody out on something that's going to be... I don't know if I want a major provider of internet to be coming after me, so we'll just leave that for now. But the point is, I don't think it would be better anywhere. Um, I don't know. Google Fiber is close to here. Like, it's in parts of Austin. I kind of want to try that because that's supposed to be really good. But it's not here yet. It's, like, in different areas. Um, but no, yeah, for sure, dude. Any, I've lived in San Diego. I've lived in Orange County. You know, things happen once in a while, but nothing like this, dude. It's like there there were times where during like once a day at work for like a week or so, it would just go out at the same fucking time or I'll lose internet for like a few hours. It doesn't make any sense. It sucks. Um, yeah. Anyway, so. How, so how long is it? It's just like a couple hours every time? Sometimes, sometimes. Uh, for the times where it was like every day, it was only a few minutes, and it would be for like 
just weird stuff. Um, you know, and then it'll be fine for months. I won't have any issues for months. And then these times where it happens in Last of Us, it's been a few hours every time, which is fucking annoying because I can't watch Last of Us when I want to. So, um, anyway, lots of happening uh, with Star Wars. Um, rumors. You, like, just completely skipped over the shit you were going to say. What? Like, all right, so, like, your internet goes out when you're watching Last of Us. Yeah, but I wasn't going to talk about Last of Us yet. That was yeah, just... Yeah, okay, so do you, like, not watch it again? Do you watch it again? Oh, no, like... I 100% watch it again. That's what I was saying. Oh, okay. I 100% so watch it again. Watch. So it's but... not one of those shows that you do that. Oh, abs- no. Last of Us and Mandalorian are the absolute two best shows right now. Uh, they both have Pedro Pascal, and they're both the same show in different settings. I feel like out of respect, not only do I watch the entire Mandalorian episode, but I feel obligated to watch the ending credits for the pictures. You're a dude. Just because, that. just because they spent the time Fuck drawing them, them for Fuck us. their time. No? They're not even drawn. They're like, they're not. Okay, listen. Those are, and I've thought about this. Those are like, all they do is they're like the shittiest Photoshop um, like effect that they'll do like, uh, I don't know. You know, you'll do a Photoshop and you'll just hit like one of effects like blur and all those different things they have. There's one that like just makes the pictures look like that. They're not even like drawn or anything. It's just like a screenshot from the show that they add a little bit of bullshit to. But great show still. Listen, great show. Don't watch those pictures at the end. It does not give you any credit. It doesn't make you a better person. Just just don't do it under any circumstances. I beg the difference. Don't. Greg has gained nothing from watching these. Um, so, Mandalorian right now is we're only episode, we're only two episodes in, but it's so good, and I feel like you're learning something. I mean, it sounds silly to say you're learning something, but I really do feel like you're kind of you learn something about Mando, you learn something about little Grogs every episode right because in this one spoilers in this episode um if you fell asleep during it it's good because we're gonna kind of tell you a little bit of what happened this time so you don't have to wait till next time uh mando in the last episode they tell mando you took off your helmet you fucker you're no longer a mandalorian right so that's his um from his group of mandalorians that's what she says. The uh, that's what she said. <laughs> the uh, the armorer, the blacksmith, the blacksmith. Yeah, she doesn't have a name, right? They just call her the blacksmith. I have no um, idea. I don't. They've only called her the blacksmith. She's like an oracle of the show, basically. Um, she tells them, "Dude, you're no longer a Mandalorian." There's the other group of more Mandalorians, which is like Bo-Katan, who is from the Clone Wars short show. Who, when Mando met her, she just. He was like excited, like, oh, another Mandalorian. She took off her helmet, and even though he had his helmet on, like you could see the shocked Pikachu in his face, like, what the fuck? She just <laughs> took her helmet off. And they have a completely different outlook on it. Um, they view Mando and them as like uh radicals, basically, from like a religious sect, right? But he's kind of friends with both of them, even though he's part of like that hardcore religious, like you never take off your helmet, blah, blah, blah. But he has. Um, And up until the end of season two, 
he really only did it for good reasons. He did it, um, you know, to save himself when the IG-88 was was helping him. He's like, I can't do it. He's like, well, I'm not a living thing. He's like, okay, maybe this is a loophole, whatever. He would have died, so that makes sense. The other time was when they're on the Imperial base, and it has to scan his eye, right? And he does it in front of other people. Like, there's there's nothing else he could have done in that situation. He had to take off his helmet. Okay. The third time was just like, I want Grogu to see me. You know, you're like, which was a very powerful moment, but it was very like, if this is like your one creed in life, yeah, you definitely failed. There's no doubt about it. Like, there's no, I just wanted baby Yoda to see me. You know, it's not really a good enough reason. So she tells him the only way to atone is you have to go cleanse yourself in uh, these waters in Mandalore. But the living waters. The living waters. The problem is Mandalore is a shithole now. Uh, it's toxic. You can't even go there. Now, if I was the kind of person that complained about everything, this is probably something I would complain about. Because they go there in this episode. He's going to go and he's going to bathe in these living waters to save himself he's basically going to risk it, right? He's like, this is this is supposed to be toxic. I'm not supposed to live from this, but fuck it. I want to get, you know, my honor back, whatever. I want to be a Mandalorian again, an official Mandalorian. So I'm going to go into these waters. But... Like, he doesn't believe that it's toxic anymore, though, right? Because he's like, people fucking have been there. No, they he do think it's toxic. He they, they've been told that it's dead. They've been told that it's yeah, deadly. yeah. I mean, he, until he then, believes though, that it's right? worth trying, basically. And right. for him, I think he's like, even if it is toxic, like I can maybe use my helmet still and like breathe underwater or whatever. You know, I think I think it's kind of what his. But like as you can see, like um, as the episode goes on it's a lot more complicated than that. Like even finding them and everything is, is difficult. Right. And he, and like Bo-Katan tells him at the end, like you wouldn't have found this without me. So the, the thing to me that, that is weird is, um, as they start going into like the rubble of Mandalore, which was destroyed by the empire. Um, it's fine. Like, you know, they didn't need any special breathing apparatus or anything. It was just, Oh, hey, there's, like, some sewer monsters here, you know? Nobody came to check on Mandalore? Like, Bo-Katan was, was across the street from Mandalore in her little palace. She never sent, like, a droid over or something? Like, hey, can you go check to make sure? I just, I know they said Mandalore is fucking a shithole now. Can you just, like, make sure for me, though? Nobody ever did that. If I was the person who complained, that's maybe something I would complain about. I mean, all right. So this is going to sound weird, but like if you have colonized like galaxies and shit, right? Like there's planets from fucking light years away that it's just like you could get there in fucking few hours or whatever. Like, yeah. Like, uh, if this one shitty planet is like, oh, well, this is now toxic and shit, I wouldn't give a fuck. It's like, there's billions of other fucking planets out there, right? Like, 
Yeah, the whole point what? is their whole history is there. Like their, yeah. their whole city. For, for them, they yeah, built up an that's, entire yeah, yeah. world. They're a very traditional culture, you know. So traditional that they have they have these two competing cultures that are both very traditional, but still like different, you know, with like the the Mando sect and then the Bo Katan. But it did seem like it was right across the street when fucking Bo Katan flew over there, dude. Like, you know, as as they're the flying moons. it was it was very close. Yeah, as they're flying it's into the going. planet. Uh, Mando's like, yep, that's where Bo-Katan lives, and he's like pointing to it, and you can see it. And then, so they're they're going down into this cave, and uh, you know, they get they get down towards the bottom. Mando and Grogu are going. They get uh, Mando gets captured by this uh, like droid cyborg thing, this creature in this like basically like General Grievous, the Wish version of General Grievous, dude. You know. The shitty version. version. Yeah, Wish version would be like uh, the off-brand. The not quite... The not you're, you're, you're running through this, but stop for a second and consider how fucking rad that, that guy was. Like, for... for Wait, Kirkland is it, good a lot of the time. No, monsters. I do want to stop and point that out. Kirkland is a respectable brand, Matt. So, <laughs> you just... I, I can tell you from experience, Kirkland Vodka is quite Kirkland. good. Oh, God. It's the same it as Grey Goose. It's, it. it's, it's distilled in the same mountains. Okay, it's, yeah. It's just the, the bottom of the barrel. Go ahead. You were talking Grey about Goose. the monster before I interrupted with a Kirkland you, commercial. Listen, um, the cool thing, and something I don't think we've seen in Star Wars for a long time, is like cool, like, like, Aliens, you know, the ones that you're like, oh shit, that's pretty crazy. The last two episodes have had pretty fucking cool looking guys, like that pirate, but kind of like Pizza the Hut, but not. Pretty fucking cool looking, right? A little different. And then you got uh, this, this, this robot. I, I, had, yeah. I was so curious about that, I had to Google it because I was like, what the fuck is this thing? And it yeah. was just gnarly. Yeah. You know, it was like the, the weird head comes off and it goes into different bodies. That was pretty insane. No, it was very it cool. Rad. It was very cool. Uh, it captures Mandalorian, and Mandalorian tells Grogu, "Go get Bo-Katan," you know, because it captures Mandalorian. Grogu's tiny. Grogu's tiny, so he didn't see Grogu, right? So Mandalorian is is captured, and he can't move. And Grogu sneaks in basically because he's a ninja, and you know Jedi. he he goes up to. He's not a Jedi. He's nowhere near a Jedi. He has some powers of the Jedi. He's nowhere. You're not that. supposed to say his name as many times as you are because it just doesn't sound very good. Who, Grogu? Grogu's name, or we're talking about Grogu? I, I was, yes. Say Grogu. 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 Yeah. Bad. It was a bad call on their part. Baby Yoda was better. It's kind of it's bad. growing on me a little bit, but yes, it's <clears throat> it's hard because Baby Yoda was so damn perfect, dude. You know. Baby Yoda was just, it just, it rolled off the tongue. It was just perfect. Yoda is already, and it's it's perfect in so many ways because we don't even know what Yoda is. It's never been revealed yet what species he is. The only other creature that was like Yoda was Yaddle, which we're like, oh, yes, now we're going to learn. There's a female Yoda. Her name is Yaddle. We're going to learn more about Yoda's species. Nope. Nope. 
She's just. Nama did not learn. But it, was, it didn't start with a Y. It was. It was. It, we just moved over to the G's, right? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I was talking about Yaddle though. Like I was expecting to learn something from Yaddle, you know, back when Episode One came out, and she was, she was on the Jedi Council. I'm like, oh shit, there's another one. No, no, she got about 14 seconds of screen time, and then never mentioned. I mean, we know about as much as her as we do about your real poof. Okay, so Kayati Mundi got way more, way more play than either one of them. So. Grogu comes out. Yeah, he's Baby Yoda. What else would you call him? It was perfect. Grogu. You can still oh. call him Baby Yoda. Like, oh, everyone yeah. knows what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, I know. Oh, and I, and honestly, usually <laughs> I do, but this is a very technical conversation that we're having. Okay, this is like an academic writing that we're putting together. Okay. Fair. Um, I do love the uh, the lady that's the uh, mechanic in uh mm. in Moss Eisley. No, wait, not Moss Eisley. Moss, where is it? Is it Moss Espa? Espa? Yeah, Moss Espa. Yeah, and she and he call. He's like, oh, his name is Grogu, and she's like, what? She's like, that's a shitty name. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. That lady's the she best, dude. Oh man, like she how, how about when uh, when they're talking to the Jawas, and she's like, I used to date a Jawa, very furry, and then you can tell the guy <laughs> starts hitting on her, and then she's like, oh no, thanks, I'm. I'm focusing on myself right now. <laughs> to the other Jawa. Dude, that shit is classic. Okay, so back to the Mandalorian. So Mandalorian's captured. Grogu is like, what can I do? He's a little he's a little baby creature. He can't do shit. So uh Mandalorian says, Go get Bo Katan. He runs away, he hops in his little pod, goes to the ship, tells the droid, points to it on the map go to Bo-Katan and flies flies their ship over to, to her, her moon and she's in her castle you know all alone with her droid sitting on her throne doing nothing which is very weird that's what she's doing every time they show her there does seem weird imagine if that's what you did all day sit in an empty throne room very weird so she sees the ship coming she's about to go off on Mando She's like, motherfucker, didn't I tell you not to fucking come here anymore? And then little baby, baby Yodes pops up. And she's like, what happened? Oh, my God. Follow me. Basically, she said, <coughs> oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Almost shattered my eardrum with that cough, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> you, gotta, um, you gotta love, though, that, that, that she keeps calling him a really good navigator. When in reality, he literally jumped in the ship and pointed at the screen. Yeah. And he was just like, ding, ding, ding. And that's it. That was the extent of his navigation skills. Um, I mean, for a baby, yeah. Yeah. He's not a baby. He's like 50 years but old. But he is a baby by that species, though. He absolutely is a baby. You're, you're judged by your own species, dude. By his own species, he's a baby. He doesn't talk. Yoda talked. So he does talk though. That's why he, he doesn't like, talk. So bad at speaking English. Like very obviously a very slow species. Like took him a fucking while to like learn it's some a, English. It's and a shit. foreign yeah. language to him, probably. Why is he slow? Maybe it's, he's just like what the I fuck mean, is this the, weird? No, no, no. It's it's because it's he's a baby, baby. Eighty years old. Like yeah, he, he doesn't talk yet. Like yeah, he's just he's, he's a baby, baby who he's getting there. He's about like. When she said, "Oh, is that his first word?" You know, he he's getting there, and that's what I'm saying. Like we're we're learning these things about him. 
as, as yes, he's 50 years old plus because I think they said he was 50 in like the first one of the first episodes. He was 50 mm-hmm. then, so I don't know. Maybe even a few years have passed now, one or two. I don't know. Um, he's he's still a baby by that species, dude. Like by the way that that species, uh, like their life cycle, he's definitely a baby. Um, and even I don't know. Maybe they even kind of perceive time differently a little bit too. You know, because um, I think Luke, was it Luke that said to him that, uh, you know, people will, uh, what she, what seems like a short time to you will be a lifetime for other people. I thought that was very interesting. So it, it is very different for him, you know. That's because they live to be like 900 years old. Maybe. We don't even know. Was Yoda, was Yoda old for his species or was he young for his species? You know, you don't even know. Maybe is he could have lived longer. pardon Empire Strikes Back, where they talked about him being 700, and all of a sudden he's 900 and uh, returning the Jedi. Wasn't, wasn't there some discrepancy there in the age? I don't I mean, ever remember them. About his age. Yeah, I don't. Um, I know that Yoda said when 900 year old, years old, you're, you won't look as good as me, you know? So you kind of imagine that that's when he is when he died. I don't know. But that's what we do know, right? We do know that they get super old. So, who knows? Um, Baby Yoda. It's kind of interesting because when when Mando is captured, at least for me, I don't know what you guys thought. For me, I'm thinking a few things. Is he going to try to break him out himself? Like, he does. He has Force talents. He used them before. Um... He's used them in the past. He even got, like, training to Luke where he was starting to get better in his training before he left training to become a Mandalorian. So part of me was wondering, like, is he going to pick up the Darksaber and maybe try to use that to try to cut him out? But he was like, go get Bo-Katan, and he just booked it. (laughs) He was like, all right, I'm not fucking with this shit. And he just went, he's like, I got to get the adults. I can't handle this. I need to call a cop, you know? And so Bo-Katan comes down, she handles it, takes him to the waters, you know, shit happens. But another interesting thing that I was kind of uh, thinking about, Mando does not seem to love the Darksaber. He does not seem to be a big fan. Skill sets. I don't even know. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely part of it. Um, so listening to like John Favreau talk about it is very interesting. Um, Cause he talks about how, you know, there's like all these legends surrounding the weapon and Mando doesn't really seem to buy into those, but um, basically the legends are like whoever, whoever wields this will rule Mandalore. Right. And in order to wield it, you have to defeat the person who was wielding it before. Um, which is kind of like why Moff Gideon, you kind of get the sense that he almost kind of just gave up and like, oops, you get my dark saber. Cause he knew that that's all Bo-Katan wanted at the end of season two. So Mando tried to give it to her. He's like, okay, here you go. She's like, no, it has to be one in battle. And he's like, I yield. And they're like, no, you can't just like, you can't just trick it like that. So he kept it. So, He's cut himself with it since then. Like, you know, he fought another Mandalorian who tried to take it from him, and it was not um, 
you know, he said it would get heavier, you know, the more he swung it. So it's a very interesting, weird weapon. But Bo-Katan certainly wants it because in her mind, like, you need this to rule Mandalore. So she definitely wants this fucking thing. And I was kind of torn. I was kind of thinking that maybe he's, like, looking for any reason to give this to her. So one of the things I was thinking was, you know, when he's when he's down here incapacitated, if she comes to save him, is that a good enough, like, excuse to give her the weapon? You know? Were, were you guys thinking the same thing, or were you guys thinking about that at all? Well, he, he just he just dropped it. He, you know, he didn't. She didn't win it in a fight. She just picked it up. Right? Okay, he, he true. Didn't win his fight. That's what. But when I was thinking about it, anything could have happened. The other guy could have picked it up, and if that the creature picked it up, then all of a sudden it's his because he did beat Mando. And if she kills that creature, then she does get it. And I don't know. Maybe Mando was like, "If you save my life, maybe that is." maybe they can agree that that's a good enough reason. I don't know. That's what I was thinking is I was thinking that because they did make a specific point to show you that it fell on the ground. You know what I mean? When, when his weapons, they even show the droid walking by. So I'm thinking this could be a situation where it does change hands. She comes, she saves his life twice basically because she saves him from that guy shows him where the water is. He goes, does his, his little, uh, bar mitzvah bath down in the thing. His <laughs> he goes in bar there. He gets swallowed by a fucking giant creature. Gets pulled he down. She goes in again. Cup. He got swallowed he and he got shit out. He got swallowed and he got pooped out. Is what happened. Okay. He they got dragged down, down by there. a creature. They thought those things were supposed to be extinct. Mythical. They thought the they were mythical. They, they, it, well, no, it was extinct. They, he they, said mythical. No, no, no. Greg, I'm so happy for the hangover you're about to have, you motherfucker. No, this is you're about to have such a right fucking up. awful day, dude. It's you not gonna happen because there's we're staying we're staying two days. It's a two day family sleep. Oh, okay, good. So tomorrow then it'll just be the sum of all fears in one day. Enjoy <laughs> that. Enjoy that. It's back to um, reality. But anyway, so she says him again. And I'm kind of thinking, is he going to be like, hey, you saved me. Here's my black lightsaber. But he's like, nope, he just puts it on. Thanks. Got to go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Fuck. All right. okay. So the other thing that I've kind of been thinking <laughs> is he may be the one to kind of reluctantly reunite the Mandalorians. Like he may be the leader eventually is kind of what may happen. Because he's kind of the bridge between the two groups of like Bo Katan's group of just normal Mandalorians, and then you know his group of like these religious zealots, basically. He's got the dark saber. I mean, you know, it's a little. Matt, this is a podcast, is, so uh, I know I can see you, but like the long breath before you speak is just dead air. You could you could jump right into it. Because Greg was it's, about it's to talk. Interesting to think that. Oh, um, okay. So, so Greg's just going to go now. I am going to talk. I'm going to say something. <laughs> I'm trying to. He he's very firm in believing that that this is the way. Right? They have their Mando religion. Taking the helmet off is a huge bad thing to do. Right? He's got this. He's got this super strong belief in these. You know this this way of life. Yet he's very reluctant to believe the part about. If you have this dark saber, you're you're gonna leave Mandalore. 
why why is he willing to believe one set of rules or one like you know one belief but not the other why are they so drastically different so i think they come from kind of the two different parts of mandalore right because bo-katan is very much into the the legend of the dark saber but see, I, I don't think. Oh, Each new what day the? brings new opportunities in your quest for success. Exploiting I think my porn gaps is in the market and meeting demand <laughs> is all in a. Some interesting porn you got going on. Hey, like, don't judge me. porn. That was a a game that just decided to launch called Rise of Industries off of my. Uh... Okay. Um. See, I think Mandalorian was very much like locked into his beliefs but i think since he's met the other mandalorians and since he's kind of seen them operate he's questioned everything i think i don't think that he is locked into them and when when he does kind of explain that he has to go to these waters and he has to do this thing that might be impossible to do which is swim in these what might be poisonous waters which you might eat which might not even be possible, he basically says, like, well, without my code, I'm nothing. He's not saying that, like, the code, you know, I believe in this code so much, but he's kind of saying, like, this is all I have. Like, this is what I have, so I'm just kind of, like, living with what I have, you know? And I think that's very interesting. Matt, you were going to talk a while ago, and I know you were, like, winding up for it, <laughs> no, I was saying that like uh I don't see how those two ideals could like coexist. Like the extremists being like, No, this is this is the way because this holy shit like says so and then these other people were like, Yeah, no, that's not even practical. Uh you guys are fucking loony, we're not doing that shit. Like Well besides not taking the helmet off, what's the big differences? They're 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 all they believe in being like you know, warriors and they're they're strong and they're bounty hunters and whatever else, right? Besides, I think like don't take your helmet off. What else is there? I'm sure there is more, but we don't know what it is. I mean, I'm assuming right. there's more based on that. There's that, and it's enough that like she would kind of call them zealots. But I think it's kind of interesting because I think we kind of live in a country where we have these kind of competing beliefs, you know. So right. I think it's interesting. I, if anything. I think that these beliefs are much more manageable to, to the ones that we have, like in our own world that are competing. You know, these are, these are religious beliefs. I mean, these are going to exist within, even within any religion, you're going to have like splits like this, where it's people who are kind of much more practical. And then people who are much more like of zealots, like in every single religion in our world, we have this. So yeah, they don't get along. Um, but they coexist. They coexist, oh, and there's okay. no reason. I mean, they're not the they're not the ones that brought Mandalore down. You know, um, I don't know, and and that's but that's what I'm saying. See, is he could be the bridge between them. There, I, I don't know. I I think yes. If we're looking at it right now, is these these are two like completely disagreeing beliefs. But I think they're kind of trying to make the point that he could be the one to bring them all together, I think is what's happening. I don't think that there's anything absolutely reluctant leader. He doesn't, to him, 
And I think that's a kind of good metaphor for like the crown is for him. The dark saber so heavy, you know, like he can't, it's like a very obvious metaphor. I think, you know, <laughs> um, one of the few times they throw in those metaphors and you're like, Oh, that's a metaphor. Oh, that's <laughs> symbolism. That's what you're doing there. Um, so I was listening to, there's been a lot of John Favreau interviews lately online, and I fucking, I want to listen to that guy talk all the time. That guy is fucking awesome, dude. Um, He was talking about the Darksaber, and the Darksaber first popped up uh, a long time ago, but he was talking about how uh, Dave Filoni, who is the other guy that's in charge of the Mandalorian, um, and George Lucas, Dave Filoni is the one who did the Clone Wars cartoon which was amazing. The Clone Wars cartoon was fucking awesome. Dave Filoni is like the most knowledgeable Star Wars person on the planet. Basically what he did, he's, he was like a Star Wars super fan before anything. When he got brought on to do the Clone Wars cartoon, he would just sit there and he would like pick George Lucas's brain about everything. Like, how is this supposed to work? What about this? What about this? And when they were doing the Clone Wars... Um, instead of the dark saber, um, they were just supposed to have like a vibro blade, which is like a fancy blade in Star Wars. Like they're very common. Um, it was supposed to be a vibro blade, and it was supposed to block a lightsaber. And George Lucas was like, "No, like a, just a normal vibro blade shouldn't be able to block a lightsaber." So they replaced it with the dark saber. So that's when they brought the dark saber into. Because I think the Darksaber was, like, in one of those old books, dude. In, like, the shitty hit-or-miss era of Star Wars Expanded Universe where, you know, you had, like, Heir of the Empire, which was awesome, but then you just had, like, shitty, shitty, shitty books also. It was, like, very hit-or-miss. I think the Darksaber was, like, somewhere in there. So they basically took the Darksaber and, like, made it for canon, basically, by putting it in. Uh... But I thought that I was interesting. Cool, but you got, it, it was a little lazy in the naming scheme. You gotta think like, oh it's, well, you know, the Jedi have lightsabers. It's dark and it's what a saber. What more do you to want? Block this. What, it's a dark saber. I mean, but it's also cool. You got your bitch cool. ass that's, lightsaber. That's I got a fucking dark saber. What now? But like Sith have lightsabers too. So like, Why aren't a they dark, dark saber sabers? is like even worse than a Sith lightsaber. <laughs> you know. I don't think it's even supposed to be worse. It's just like, hey, this one's black. Well, I um, mean, like, it's obviously different. Like, yeah, and that it's, shit is no lightsaber. Yeah, it is and it isn't. And the reason that it's different is because it was made by a Jedi who was a Mandalorian. So it was a Jedi who made it who had knowledge of the Force, but it was also Mandalorian. So... Yeah, that's that's what happened there. Um, what what do you? There's, we were talking yesterday because we were. I was asking Greg uh, what we should talk about in the show, and he basically told me to come up with all the topics. Um, okay. And I reminded him then that I me and Matt also do another show every fucking week that we come up. I thought that you know he could maybe throw in some influence, you know, other than you know his his coastal themed garage that he's going to be filming in, you know? Um, but one of the things Listen, that we I talked about other than Mando, um, 
is kind of like the future of what's going to happen with Star Wars. Kevin Feige has some projects, which is interesting. What I honestly, the, it sounds like Kathleen Kennedy, who she's been with Lucasfilm for a long time. She was George Lucas's right-hand woman. Uh, when George Lucas sold Star Wars to Fox, um, they Fox. gave her the reins or not to uh, to to Disney. Um, they put her in charge, and it looks like they're not happy with her now, though. Um, and it looks like they're going to get rid of her. There's kind of been talks of John Favreau being the Kevin Feige of the Star Wars universe. Dude, I think that would be insane. That would be so fucking good, dude. That would be a wise choice. Represent. I mean, I mean him or Dave Filoni. I would take Dave Filoni too. MCU. I think I think yeah. Dave Filoni's like there either way though. Like he's, but uh, I think just John John, John Favreau, Favreau did, for, did for Star Wars the same thing he did for Marvel, which is yeah. which is reinvented when things were dying out. You know, I mean, if you look at the Marvel movies that came prior to Iron Man, trash. Not so great. There's, yeah, there, there. I mean, Spider Man was good. Those were Sony. Those were Sony, though. Yeah, there, but it was but very then, hit or miss. Uh, you know, John Favreau came in and made this phenomenal movie. Just like with Star Wars, you know, you, you either people, you know, you can, you can love or hate the the prequel trilogy and even the new Star Wars movies, right? You can, but but still, right? He came with the Mandalorian and it like changed it. Yeah. Phenomenal, phenomenal show. What the what? fuck is that behind your head? It looks like a piece of shit mounted to the wall. <laughs> oh man, it does kind of now that he now that he says that. It is. It is. It is a piece of shit. Actually, holy shit! What that is? What it is? Uh, it, it, oh is it is bison. It is bison shit. <laughs> so I guess we're gonna talk about this now. Right there. Why is bison right shit? There. Oh, Who is bison shit? God. Why is bison shit? Can we? It is on a plaque. Like, it yeah. says uh, bison tennel, 1776 to 1976. Genuine buffalo chip. And it is a large pile of buffalo shit. Yeah, good stuff. <sighs> I, didn't, I didn't notice that until you said something. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for pointing out I my saw it, but I couldn't that... make out what it was. Because it, it's like on our camera top. Kind of. By the way, guys, this is a fucking podcast, by the way. It's an audio <laughs> podcast. I know we kind I of mean, painted a picture of what's going shit, on. Like, you can't, you um, can't unsee that shit? Jesus. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. There's yeah. other things in the wall, too. You know, there's, <clears throat> there's all kinds of interesting things. Yeah, I, you know, there's I a, think. There's a holster. I don't think this seeing the shit on, I, I don't think seeing the shit on the wall made me want to see the other stuff that's in there. So I would say I'm good on on that uh, episode of Cribs. Okay, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's a very interesting area. Um, yeah. I know on one of the walls over here, there's a talking fish. One of those. Rad. What are they called? Big mouth billy bass. Is it one of those? I think so. Uh... I, I gotta those walk around checking out. Yeah, those everyone has You've seen. You've never seen a pile of shit though, like this. I have never, You've never seen, seen a pile, a pile of shit. <laughs> like a pile of shit, not displayed. Like this. You know, not proudly displayed. Not proudly, proudly displayed. displayed. In the way that it's proudly displayed, you would almost expect it more to be like a human shit. Like, can you believe how big this shit is, or something? But not like, <laughs> right. not something else's. <laughs> this shit. was my crowning you know? achievement in life. Yeah, you can know? you believe that? This is shit from a creature. Yeah. That, uh, 
I mounted on my wall. Bicentennial, get it? Bicentennial. I don't know why that means, hey, let's show the shit. I don't know. That part I'm confused about. Can we go wake up the yeah. owner of this bison shit? Because now we want to, inquiring minds want to know what's going on. Why is the I bison I can't wake shit? him up, but I will, I will for next week's Report episode. back. Yeah. Find out. <laughs> I, will, I will be on the scene reporting back as to yeah. the, the history and relevance. Yeah. Can you tell me why that there's animal shit. shit on your wall? <clears throat> yeah. That's interesting. I can do that. It's interesting. I'll try to remember. Um, it'll be, it'll be yeah. Good topic. So, Star Please Wars. See what other things you need to mount on the wall. If you can mount shit, you can mount anything. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball, okay? So, <laughs> you can mount a shit, you can mount anything. Um, yeah, very, <clears throat> very interesting turn that discussion took. And I'm glad we just spent the last few minutes describing shit on the wall. That was that was fun. It's a minute. I didn't know what you're talking about at first, but it's there. I, you know, I, I thought maybe you just missed saw something. You're like, what is that? I was like, I don't know. It looks like shit. And like, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you what it actually is. And it, it was. <laughs> oh no, it is. <laughs> it is shit. It's, it's animal shit. Hmm, okay. Yeah. All right. I was in the middle. I was like, it looks like it could be shit, but it's probably not shit, right? No. Yeah, you wouldn't expect it. Yeah, you wouldn't expect. I caught it. off guard there. Yeah. Um, I I th- I think we're about spent there today, boys. I think that was a very <laughs> productive conversation that ended in the shitter. Um, we're we're gonna get like um, you know, like Jeopardy things or something. Like you can light up when you want to talk or something. Me, Matt and I are used to it when it's just me and Matt. I can tell he's about to talk, so I'll let him. But his wind up today was pretty fucking long, dude. Like, I saw the mouth open that Matt was going to start talking, and it was like, spit it out, Junior. You know? You don't want to make fun of Kenny Kepkiz. I didn't want to, like, I was holding some shit in. And, uh, yeah. Smoke later, Bob Marley. What the fuck? Wait a minute. I just woke up. Wake, record, and bake. Okay. Jesus Christ. You know what? Fuck you guys. I hate both of you. We'll see you guys next week, you motherfuckers. Um, (laughs) I hate everyone. Love you.